You're listening to the Newly Entertained Podcast, the show that brings you entertainment and sports from a different angle. With your hosts, Nicole and co-host Nigel. All right, we are back to start our show. This is Nigel. Hey, everyone. This is Nicole. I'm Nicole. I wrote a list of all these topics. What's been going on? I just feel like we just need to dive right in. Now, yeah. I watched the Taco Scott interview with Charlemagne the God. And this is this is how I feel. You you guys might throw bananas at me, but I feel like he as a performer, there was really not much he could do in that situation. As everybody's trying to like cancel him and say, you know, even as, as music is like devil worshiping music, he's this is a quote he said. I am a god, God fearing man. Like, so why would I why would I, you know, even think like in a nutshell, summarizing it. But he was just saying like, why would why would I do something like that? It doesn't make sense. My music is like I guess it's just based on the person's interpretation. I just feel like people are just trying to like yes, I agree that it was his, you know, it happened at his event, but he's not the person to blame for what happened. How can he control what happened at a concert with fifty thousand people and know what's going on? Nicole? Okay, so you're not oh. wrong. You're not wrong. Sorry. My bad. The lead response. <laughs> Welcome to technology, folks. Okay, so you're not you're not wrong. Um you can't control with what people do at these concerts. Um but I just feel like because his name's attached to it and fingers are pointing automatically the, the, the finger's going to be pointed to him because his name is plastered and everything. I mean, I'm sure he's the one that writes the checks. That's how the people get paid. Um, so it's just, a, it's literally a formality of your name. You're the headliner. Your name's on the, all the checks. Like this is your concert. Therefore you are to be held. You must, you should be held responsible for what happened. But now, in the you, interview, I, I in the sorry in the interview, I admire his transparency. Um, I don't know why it took so long to do this interview. Um, do I believe Charlemagne the God is was the right person to interview him? Maybe I'm like in the, on the fence because you know, I, Charlemagne the God he. He doesn't cut corners from what I from what I witnessed, but he he'll go in. <laughs> so um I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, the way I feel about the whole interview is he had to do it. Now, was it too soon? It might have been too soon because you know, it only happened a month ago. So to do an interview so soon after the incident. It's like a lot of people were, even his own lawyers, people in his camp were saying you shouldn't do it. So it's like, it's not like uh, Travis Scott wanted to do it. He was adamant about 
he wanted to get his viewpoint out there. But what right. what I'm seeing is people are still blaming him like it's his fault. Like as I don't think people understand the perspective of being an artist mm-hmm. and having music, performing, and not really knowing what's going on. Like you hire, yeah. you know, people you have police to do you that. Hire people. Exactly. So it's mm-hmm. like, was it his fault? Yes, because it's his event happened. His correct. Now, is he? Is it? Was it? Is it his due diligence to know what's going on in every corner, every moment? No, because at the end of the day, what is his job? Is there to perform? To perform. To entertain. And then go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens after the show, it's like that has to deal with security. They have, you know, production like management all of that that put the show together that set up the you know the blueprint of okay the stage is going to be here this is how we're going to barricade the the audience this is this is like skate routes and all that not and to me i've been to a festival a festival it's a lot of people and as an artist like i could just imagine being on a stage you can't really know what's really going on if you have fifty thousand people and you don't know what a person is yelling like, oh, you know, stop the show. There was a, I watched a TMZ and a, la- a lady, I forgot her name. She said she was there at the concert, closer to the front. And she didn't know the severity of what had happened until after the concert was done, like the next day when, you know, everything was being reported that, you know, unfortunately eight, eight people lost their lives from it. So it's just, I feel like he's in a tight spot of damned if he do damned if he doesn't do anything, damned if if he does. So it's like it's that's a that's right. a tough position to be in because it's like, yes, you wanna mm-hmm. be sincere. Yes, you you wanna say, you know, you wanna say what you really wanna say, but you can't say what you really wanna say due to like even in the interview you could kind of tell he wanted to say more. But you can't because there's losses. There's yeah. a lot of things going on. Right. Well, in the beginning of the interview, he said there's a lot of things that he wanted, he wants to say. And it's just, this is his way of communicating. Because Charlamagne was like, what do you want to get out of this conversation? And, you know, Travis said, he was like, look, I understand that families are grieving people lost loved ones and you know this is just my way of communicating um how i'm feeling about what happened to them and and, and, and essentially to the world so sure. Sure. And, and, and you can tell he just seems really sincere yeah it's not like uh it didn't seem scripted it just seemed like he's in a tough position and it's like it's hard for him to grasp that that happened at his concert and it's like he's trying to make the right move and it's like you know there's people who lost loved ones at that concert and no matter what he says there's nothing he could do to replace that and it the fingers like could be pointed at him like he's not being sincere he shouldn't do an interview but it's like at the end of the day if he didn't do anything or if he wasn't reaching out, then you would be like, okay, he's not 
reaching out. He's doing X, Y, Z. He's being like not sincere. So it's like he's he's just in it's just a tough situation where it's like just gotta you know send out your prayers to the family, send your prayers. Out yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know this will pass. The families are still gonna have that you know on him for forever because it's like it's his fault. But it's like uh, that. I think it's just those are the signs of grief. You rather blame yeah. him because it happened at his concert when it's like no. It's not his fault. And he's going to feel like it's his fault. He's going to take that forever. He's going to feel that right. forever, whatever. Right. But well, I, hopefully, hopefully he'll, he'll take what happened at his concert, um, learn from it and, you know, take necessary precautions for future concerts. And also I hope other uh, artists see what happened in this case and also take preventative measures so situations like what happened to Travis Scott does not happen to them. Um but no, but, but move huh? No, I definitely agree with you on that. But on a more positive note so we're in the last month of the year. Yeah. Uh, this I honestly feel like this year went by extreme went by extremely quick. It went by quick. Um I felt like it almost went by quicker than 2020. What do you what do you think about that? Like would you agree, Nigel? I think 2020 I think why it most highly went quicker than 2020 is because 2020 we were stuck on. 2020 we had stuck <laughs> for like half of the year almost. Yes. So that's why it felt like okay, any more, anything more can happen. I don't know what what else 2020 can bring us. So that's why I feel like this year went uh, went quick because you got to think within the past what let's say 11 months, mm-hmm. you know we had. We had a new president. We had mm-hmm. the lady who put what glue on her hair. We had that moment. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. She's oh speaking of which, she um I saw online like a few weeks ago that she was experiencing hair loss issues again. And I was like, what did this lady do now? Like she she posted a video and at this yes. point I'm thinking she's just doing it to get attention because even if you experience hair loss, because you remember she got um she got like the surgery or something, some yes. I think he's a Nigerian doctor who um who practices in California or the West Coast or something like that was right. able to fix her problem. So you go through all of that and then now you're shooting you're doing another video talking about the same thing. You just want attention well, at that point. In well, my that's how said, I look at it. Just to add to that, so what happened was this time this time around, she tried to dye her hair. And that's what happened. She was dying her hair and then her hair was basically falling out. out. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people were saying, like, you might as well just leave your hair up. Go just, natural. She needs to just go bald. She needs to just go bald <laughs> where she doesn't need to do nothing to her hair because she's bald and call it a day because clearly she's either 
that illiterate where she can't properly educate herself or just go to a hairdresser because that's what I do. I look, let me tell you something. I got my hair dyed a couple months ago and the thought crossed my mind to do it myself. And I was like, you know what? Let me go pay these coins to my hairdresser because I do not want I I like no seriously, like you laugh, but this is serious. Yeah. Some women, some women they they are crafty like that and they they can do their own hair and diet and stuff and they're perfectly fine. But then you have people like myself where right. you just you just have the dye on, you know, five minutes too long, or for those women who like to do their own perms they have the, the the perm treatment on too long and next thing you know you burn off your hair so i was like i'm not going to be one of those people let me go ahead and pay these coins to my hairdresser she's been doing my hair for like three years now let me pay her this money and call it a day and look i still have my hair, still <laughs> so, <have your> hair. <laughs> i still so, have my hair <laughs> so and as a whole go to professional that's that's all you say. If you cannot do it, just go. Right. If don't. you don't, if you're not used to doing your dyeing your own hair on a consistent basis, do not do it yourself. Go to someone who is licensed. Because I go to someone who is licensed. It long goes the days where I used to go to people's houses all the time, and they dye my hair, and they do this, and they're not licensed. They can jack up your hair too. Some of them, they're good. They just need, you know, practice and whatever, and they, they're good. But now I only go to people who are licensed, at least for like that, at least for like treatments and stuff. Braids, right. you can't really, you can't really jack up braids. I'm just, do, a, then... if you, you can't really jack up braids or twists. Like you really got, you got to be really bad to jack up twists um, or braids, but go to a professional. I make sure I go to a professional license, all that. I ain't playing no games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we got okay from the hair to, to <laughs> sorry, we, you, got, you got stuck we, on the hair a little bit. You, you just just a little tad bit. Well, we got we got some verdicts then too. So we got 2019. Mm -hmm. Jesse Spawn Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, you know, everybody was like. Yes, Jesse Smollett, we feel sad for you. Da, 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 da. Now that verdict was in. You sound guilty. Were you now? Were you were you surprised? Because to me, I wasn't. To me, I was like, this was like this was like the boy who cried wolf, and then he's crying wolf again, and then it's like, what did you think? What did you think, Jesse? You, did you think you're gonna be like, oh, okay, people are gonna believe you? I just feel like yeah. he lost credibility from... He lost credibility. And you have to remember, when all of this was happening, um, he got fired from Empire. Correct. Um, he Any kind of projects he had, he allegedly... They were retracted. Um, so he lost... Look, cancel culture is real. There's yeah. no there's no denying of that. And when Jesse Smollett did what he did, said what he said, because he falsified a police report, he lost one all credibility and then yeah. cancel culture went in on him and 
he ended up losing jobs, which means he's not getting paid. Um, and it's been two years now since this happened. So I'm not surprised that they found him guilty. I'm not. Um, I just feel like he, I think looking back on it, I, I see the why. Um, I just feel like there's other ways that he could have brought awareness to homophobia. And and hate crimes too. And hate crimes in general. Because that's what he was he was he was trying to play both cards, like being black, that card, and then that card too. Like at the end of the day, like I just feel like he just lost all credibility. Like nobody could really take seriously and I feel to me he will fortunately how how it goes like he just might be black. Just, just say, just, just for being guilty on this, it's like you just kind of like you could be a good actor, all of that, but it's like at the end of the day, I feel like it's an embarrassment for for people who actually have, you know, when things like that do happen to them in real life, mm-hmm. you kind of just put a joke to it and kind of yep. utilize it for your your ego, for your gain. And and that to me, whether or not, like, we don't know his story, but he was found guilty. So I just feel like whether or not he can recover from this, maybe years down the line, maybe when people blur, like, you know, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, it might take a while. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Because, I mean, when you look back at, like, what happened the beat down, the racist and anti-gay slurs and the fact yep. that these two boys, these two brothers that he paid yep. put a noose around his neck. Like, it was just absurd. And obviously a lot of us, especially those who are black yep. um, and gay, you know, mm-hmm. um, felt for him, felt for him because yep. they probably could relate to what happened to him. So for him to use that as kind of like a publicity stunt, I'm not surprised that he was found guilty because if they didn't find him guilty, then that, that would have been a way for other situations similar to Jesse Smollett's. Um, And that would be like a leeway for them to say, Oh, well I could do this too. And knowing that I'll be found guilty as well. So. Right. And it's like, I bring back the basic, basic, I was like, you know, we as black folks, we saw this and we didn't say much. We just kept the movement. We were not, you didn't hear no Reverend Al Shelton going out there. And no, nope, he certainly, like, or um, Benjamin Crump. You exactly. see Benjamin Crump? <laughs> no, you didn't see those people. Everybody was like, okay, we're just going to let this play out and not, <laughs> we fight our back. We know what, which ones to go for and which one we're like, uh, say he lies. That's from the lies. But we just gonna we're gonna bypass that and go. Now, Jesse's from Jesse Smollett. We're gonna talk about Kanye and Drake. Their concert for Larry Hoover. Now, I gotta say, kudos to them for you know letting their ego go away and do a concert for the bigger. Because for a while, 
Kanye and Drake, you know, past couple months, they had a album. I know you said you, in a previous episode, you said you like certified Love Boy and then Donda. You said what? I said what? What did I say? Tell me what I said. (laughs) You said you like (laughs) certified Love Boy. Instead I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> I'm being extra right now, if you guys haven't noticed. So, or if you can't tell, if you can't tell. <laughs> so, I want to know, like, what what do you think from a just from a culture, hip hop culture, them doing a concert and the concert? Sorry, Mad, like, how do you feel Concert. Okay. So I'm not gonna lie, I've only watched clips. Um, one of my friends he actually told me about it and he was like, you know, it's on Amazon Prime. I was like, What? <laughs> I felt like I was so surprised. I was like, What? It's on Amazon Prime. And he was like, Yeah, it's free. You could just go on Amazon Prime. And I'm like, first of all, it's not free because you have to pay for Amazon Prime in order to watch the content on Amazon Prime. So it's not free. And he was like, you know what I mean, Nikki. You know what I mean. I was like, yeah, I do. But I'm just letting you know, it's not free. You got to pay that yearly subscription fee. Um, But he was like, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. So I will check it out. But the clips that I saw, I, I dig it. This whole hip hop beef, like, it's so stupid. Like, we're not in the 90s anymore. This is 2021. Like, these little beefs, these little play-play beefs, because they're not real beefs, because to me, it's not a real beef until someone someone gets shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at the beef with Tupac and Biggie. They, they both ended up dying. Yeah, so. six months apart. That's Correct. the crazy part. Correct. So it's not a real beef until someone is shot. Not that I'm condoning that, just for the record. You know, for the record, I'm not condoning that. Right. But it's not a real hip-hop or rap beef until someone gets shot. So... Or somebody puts your hands and then you hear... Put the hands on you. Correct. So I just want to listen to good music. You know, you and I were born, I feel like, in the peak of the hip-hop era. Yeah. So I just want to hear good music from good art- artists, excuse me, cut all this hip hop be foolishness and just get to the music, get to the yeah. to, to the real purpose. Like why you're on this earth is to make music and to entertain the world. Exactly. And I, I like how they came together because at the end of the day, it's like, yes, they had beef. There's some kind of like ego and all of that. But I feel like their beef, like you said, it wasn't a real beef. I feel like that was more a mark. Like, yes, they had issues, but I feel like they utilized those issues to market their music in a in a weird like in a weird way. Like, I didn't feel like they had they had underlying issues. Yeah, but I don't think they really had like a you know a beef where like you know back in the day where. Drake and Chris Brown had a beef and a brawl broke out. And, you know, those little, those incidents, like, I didn't think they had that. It could have led to it. Definitely could have led to it. But I'm glad, I'm glad that they're able to just 
do do right for the culture because like at the end of the day they see people see that and people will feed into well they they can get or along. mimic it or mimic it yeah 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 and it's like you're you're the product of your environment so people yep. feel like if you're a fan of drake if you're a fan of kanye and you're, you see they're not getting along and so they're always we? exactly and the example they're setting is not it wouldn't be a good example because then they're going to be like people look at it corporate america look at it it's like they can't get along so let's try to make it even more of a issue than it so really it's good for the culture and it's it's sets an example of no matter what issue you guys have you're able to come for the bigger that's that's what i yeah. So I'll make sure to watch the whole thing. You know, yeah. life this week has been kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. You know, your girl got a new job. You know, trying to do yeah. my thing with my businesses. Right. Still in COVID, so I've been going out, but not like out. Out. I actually went to a comedy show um the other day, or the 11th, December 11th. So. That was pretty good. So shout out, shout out to Watts real quick. You know, we had him as a D Watts. Well, he goes by both. So at the show yesterday, they introduced him as Watts. So, you know, you got Watts, you know, D Watts, Demetrius Watts. Like he's like the Diddy of comedy (laughs) with all these names. Because think about it, you know, Diddy, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, Sean Combs, like. But he did his correct. (laughs) But he did his thing during his set. So I want to give him a shout out. And he he um he him and I talked about the podcast and he just loved you know how well we're doing the show and the direction that it's going in. So I just had to give him a little shout out, you know. Make sure y'all follow him. Make sure y'all follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, he's hilarious. Now I'm talking about okay, podcast. You gotta talk about some chemo. What was your let's see, let's say top three moments for the podcast? Top three what? Moments for the podcast this season. Ooh, so having my mom on the show. Shout out to Mama C because she's just so funny. Like she's just funny in general. If if y'all could see her and I, how we interact on a day-to-day basis and the foolishness that we talk about. <laughs> you guys would be like, man, they should have their own reality show because it's pure foolishness we're talking about. And it will have like a Jamaican spin on it because as you know, my mom's Jamaican. So I would say definitely, um, I would say I would say having her on. Uh, the episode with Devonte, John that Da Vinci. Was... <laughs> yeah, John Da Vinci. We gotta call him John Da Vinci. That was episode <laughs> ten of the season, yeah. and I and when I tell you, I, I y'all just need to go listen to the episode. But he does the best Kanye West impressions, and I was crying. Like I first of all, you I was shocked. Speechless. I was speechless, <laughs> and then I went from speechless to me like literally crying of laughter so i would say that and then my next uh favorite moment would be 
Hmm, I would probably say the first episode. Like, that was almost... Yeah, the first episode of the season. It was season four. We had just gotten back from an extended... <laughs> an extended break. Because um, we ended season three back in May. So, coming back, like, after, what, four months? It's an extended which, summer break. Which we need to do sometimes. You know, you got to take an extended break. Kind yeah, of. but it was, yeah, so just, <laughs> and then, and then getting, still getting used to, um, ooh, excuse me, ooh, excuse me, still getting used to the recording our episodes remotely like you at your place i'm at my place and we still doing the thing um yeah just getting used to that uh but still being able to converse and you know discuss different topics the flow the flow was still there because you know sometimes working remotely and you don't actually you're not actually sitting next to the person it could be a little a little awkward at times and i'm already an awkward person so that that would have been you know double awkward you know so (laughs) double awkward awkward. yes um yeah but i think i think this year is, uh, is a good year for us um i look forward to many more seasons so shout out to us and i'm very grateful that i'm able to do this podcast with you you know, 11 years of friendship, man. You're technically my longest friendship, I want to say, as far as talking. Like, we talk relatively frequently. And, um, yeah, you're, like, my longest friendship. I mean, I know other people. I know I have friends who I've known longer, but we don't talk as often as you and I talk. If right. that makes sense. No, I can't. So... So I wish I had a, a cup or something to cheers this moment to um, this enough. moment, I should say. But cheers. I'm picking up my invisible cup and I want to just say cheers to us. Yeah. Cheers to our listeners for supporting us um, and cheers to many more seasons. That's it. That's it. Now, I think my time Three moments. Mm-hmm. I got to say, of course, number one would be Devon. That, that hilarious. Oh, hilarious moment. And then I think number two, the energy from La Loca. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. La Loca. She, oh my gosh. She is hilarious. Oh my gosh. It's on her Instagram that she recently. She, yeah. She's a fighter tenant? Yeah. yeah. Shoot, I'm about to go book a flight right now so I can see her and be like, hey, sis. <laughs> but I feel like she's, she's just a person, like, her energy, and then like, yeah. she, she just knows how to hustle. She's a person who can, like, literally just just a trait of different jobs and, like, a different, like, she just brings you a different perspective in life. She's yeah. not going to find it this way, but her path and everything she does, it just goes full circle down the line. And let me tell you something. Going back to the, her being a flight attendant, I bet you those flights are fun as heck. <laughs> 
I could just see her do their thing. Like, I don't, because you know, you have flight attendants who do, they have different roles. Like, they're the, they're, you have one who solely serves the drinks and the snacks or whatever. Then you have one that goes over the safety um, that, that, shows like the hand motions like all the safety rules and stuff and then you have one person who's saying the safety rules so i could just see her on the uh intercom just just going ham in a very professional way but like very quirky at the same time like she's just awesome she's funny oh i forgot to say one thing uh congratulations wait what Yes, Wait, what? Married. Oh, married. yes. Meet me at the altar <laughs> with your dry dress. We ain't got no young girls. Congratulations. I just want to congratulate him on that. Yes, congratulations. First of all, his wife is gorgeous. Kenya. Yeah, Kenya, she's cool people. Like, she's beautiful. She does, she, she does her own business as well. I, I believe it. it's something with skincare so well, look i might have to go on her <laughs> website no seriously i'm gonna have to like check out some of these skincare stuff because i'm not gonna lie i've been slacking i just haven't been going anywhere so i i need to do I either need to do my shopping online or i need to go out to to the stores and get something but i just these drugstore products aren't really working for me so i need to find a product that will that will keep my face um you know, not dry. Um, keep it moisturized. That won't break me out and doesn't right. have a whole bunch of fragrances because I don't do well with fragrances. Like, give me the product that doesn't smell like anything. Oh, and then you'll 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 get all my coins. Create mm-hmm. a product that doesn't smell like anything, but it gets the job done. You will get all my coins. So she does. I will send you her. Her Instagram, and then you could just okay. open there because I know she does. I'm just looking at it now. She does like a quiz for hair care and skin skin care quiz. No, I need so. the skin. I need the I need the melanin to be the melanin. glowing yeah. and flowing and doing doing its thing. So yeah, send me that link. And she's a black business. Look, I let me tell you something. I'm all about supporting black businesses, and I do it. Not because I'm expecting something in return. I don't do it for that. I do it because, first of all, the products are good. Because to me, if your products are bad, I don't care if you're a Black-owned business or a white-owned business. I'm not shopping with you. So your products got to be good, number one. So the products are good. Uh, The level of customer service is good. Um, And, I I mean, it's just just good. (laughs) So I support where I can and when I can. Um, and Black Fi- Black Friday came in once and yep. I supported Essie's Place, um, Essence Design Shop. Um, I bought like a gift from my for my boyfriend with Aisha Johnson's professional hair care. I got him some beard oil, beard oil. Um Man, the list goes on and on. Um, Wait, wait, wait. I got to give a little shout out. It's free publicity for them. Um, Class A Closets. Oh, I'm just making sure I'm not missing anybody. Um, Get the acceptance speech. I'm I'm ready. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, like I and I mean the quality of the clothing. That's that's because some of these brands are are t-shirt companies. They're online boutiques. So right. yeah, but yeah. You know, this is random. Uh, other day, right? I went to. This is where you learn your lesson. Always have a business card. Always be prepared. So this is what? this is my little tip for the. So, I was randomly out uh, near I- Icon Park. You know. Yeah, where, Icon Park. Uh huh. Yeah, International Drive. So mm-hmm. I'm just minding my own business, just driving, driving around, and then I'm in the parking lot. So I see Bo Outlaw. You know who's part of the Orlando Magic? Let me you saw who? Bo Outlaw. Bo. Oh, 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 oh! I know. <laughs> okay, so I see him, and just the conversation. He was talking about a community service that he, he's doing. So I was like, you know, I'm I'm trying to think. Okay, is there any way I can help? Like, what do you need me? You know, just to help you out. You know community service that's what i want mm-hmm. then uh he's like do you have a card so, you need to have one, a card man i always have a business card on you number one number two uh the person who we're talking to is like with the orlando magic uh they were just saying how uh just the covid this place everything so it's like it's not even like you know how before this current situation we're in uh mm-hmm. you could just go you know volunteer and not like worry about you know xyz mm-hmm. now it's like it's like they're more reluctant it's like we have to go it's like doing volunteer you have to do a lot of paperwork and yeah they test all that it's not even it's unfortunately it's kind of sad that it kind of defeats the incentive now because you have to do so much just to volunteer and give. So, what I learned from that is always have a business card. Yup, I bet you went and ordered some right <laughs> after that meeting, huh? <laughs> that encounter. I, yeah, that encounter just let me be prepared. Have business cards in your car and just be prepared and then introduce. Because it was like it was to me, it just came off awkward for me because it was like I just. Like, I knew who he was, and then it kind of, like, the way I worded it, I got to work, you know, my communication. Because I was like, it just came off a little weird, but at the end of the day, be prepared with business cards and then introductions. I've I've seen him in different events. Right. So, with that being said, will you still try and get in contact with him, at least for volunteer opportunities? Because, I mean... Yes, down the line, definitely, whenever I... See him again, or if there's a way to contact him again, yeah, definitely. Because like he's the funny, the meeting him and inter, like interacting with him, like based on the past events that I experienced with him, he's funny. He's just we did a when I used to work at the radio station, we did like a golf event with him. I never went golfing before, and like people were golfing, and we were there like setting up for the radio station, had everything prepared where they had food and. It was like a donation or something. So I definitely would um, get that connect because at the end of the day, it's like building those connections, 
you don't know who they know and the opportunities yep. that you can gain from it down the line. Because it's like, let's say you have like, hey, I have an event that I need somebody X Y Z. Maybe I'm looking for a former athlete or you know something that makes sense, and you have that connection with you know that certain athlete where they're like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm free. Just send me the details. Let's go from there. But you built that relationship from that interaction. Right. But you know what? I now that you mention it, I I could have sworn that um I honestly I could have sworn I saw like a like a newscast on some volunteer um he was like giving back to the community. I could be wrong, but right. I could have sworn he did something for the holidays where he let kids um buy like toys and stuff from or like athletic wear from academy sports i i have to look more into that but this is where i saw something on the news like weeks ago and also to add to that times have changed in the way you give like i was out there and i took a i took a little picture of a song it's called Light Orlando Giving Machine. So you just have to scan your QR, the QRL code, and you could basically just donate to that particular organization that you want to. Okay. Nowadays, before you remember, you, you used to have to like, okay, you gotta go to the website. Now it's like, get the QRL code. Here you go, and just send to that different organization. So you're like, just now. Yeah, technology. What's what? It's changed the game. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to go to the physical place to donate. You can just be like, oh, oh, you got the QR code. All right, done. Exactly. Hey, so, stick a pen. I found it. I found the the newscast. See, I wasn't wrong. I was like, I could have swear I saw, <laughs> you know, a newscast weeks ago with him with vote in it, and yeah, it was for um like PE teachers who are in need of sporting equipment. See, I knew I wasn't going crazy. Because, <laughs> you know, when you be thinking like, wait, I I saw this. Or or Correct. moments when you go into a room because you have to get something, and then Correct. you go into the room and you forget what you need to, like, what yeah, like item br- you need yeah. to get. Exactly. You have a so, moment where you're like, wait, what? Like, exactly. I, I had to go something important. Ex- and, then it's, and then down the line, you're like, oh, that's what I Exactly. It's not that important anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I know I watch because you know me. I like to watch local and yeah. national news. So I know I saw that on the news weeks ago, like maybe a couple months ago. Like I know I wasn't going crazy. I thought it was for the holidays, but it wasn't. It was just because they were giving back to PE teachers and shout out to the teachers in general because especially during the pandemic it's I mean it's still going on granted but during the peak of the pandemic a lot of teachers either quit or they got laid off or it was just too much and they always have to dig in their pockets to pay for certain supplies and stuff so it was nice that um, Mr. Bo was able to give back to those PE teachers Exactly. Because um, you remember, like, when we used to volunteer back, uh, you know, back in college days, mm-hmm. uh, a gift for teaching. Like, that, that was... To success. Correct. 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 And I think that kind of let you know, like, 
what you know teachers have to do and like just be thankful like they are paying out their pocket they're not getting paid you know the big bucks but they're expected to you know do so much with so little time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like i just think those organizations like just got to be thankful some people sometimes kids don't have paper or sometimes you forget paper teacher always has like here here's a notebook here's a pen like it's such a such a different um you know dynamic just the things the stuff we take for granted or just being thankful for the small things because it's like at the end of the day you have I think all of us individually have to take like that moment and think like, what am I grateful for? Like, what am I grateful for? Those little moments, because you know, we get caught up with hurt, caught up with fight, caught up with the stresses, some stresses we can't control, some stresses we can't control. And then you lose, you lose, you kind of lose yourself. And then when you kind of take a moment to kind of, you know, show that gratitude and be grateful, you kind of like look at it and it's like oh this this thing that I was like threatened about not that right well I will say that I'm grateful for having a job because you know people are still without a job without jobs um I am grateful just being able to breathe like just being able to live um I'm grateful for the friendships that I've that I've maintained during this pandemic because there's some friendships that went bye-bye, um, which is okay. People need to understand that you go through some growing pains and sometimes two people grow apart, whether it's a friendship or a relationship. That's totally fine. Yeah. So there's some friends that I was able to maintain during this pandemic and there were some friendships that I just had to cut loose and just ended and and, you know and move on um so yeah i'm grateful for those moments i'm grateful for the uh i'm grateful for patience because i think in the pandemic i really had to exhibit patience (laughs) oh so i'm grateful for that i'm just grateful for family so i I think that's definitely true i think what it what we learned it's so crazy how we just say I just think what we learned from just having a moment of pause for, you know, maybe over a year plus is the stuff we take for granted. Like, not, I feel like before, I'm just going to say, before the moment of pause, like, everybody's pandemic, pandemic, yeah, it just, it just gets, you know, over, over, over talked about. I think mm-hmm. what we learned from the current situation we're in with this moment of pause, my new word, is we don't have to keep going like the way we were before. Things that we thought were urgent before are not as urgent as they, no, not as urgent to us now than before. I feel like. Sometimes, I don't, before this, it's like you'd be on the go. Somebody say, oh, we're going here? Let's go. Let's go, 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 go. And not taking a time to pause and reflect on your life. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this this moment of pause has taught, taught us to kind of like just appreciate small things and be thankful for 
you know, the lessons that you can learn in like every teacher. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, whether you get so stressed, we all do. We learn from, we grow. So it's like, if we didn't grow from this, then there would not be a lesson. Like, I feel like the world had to be on awkward. The way we were going, and the way everything was going, it just felt a lot of stress. Like, okay, we're doing this job, we're doing this, but what are we doing for ourselves? Everything is going. So, I think that's, I think that's one thing we, we've learned and appreciate, you know, just the small things. Like, even, you know, the other day, I watched, like, we're going to talk about, like, Nick and his situation. Oh, I watched man. His, I watched his show, and he's so strong to, like, his show is just, like, very positive. Like, it's not... Very positive. It's not, like, you know, it's not like certain other shows where you feel like okay, it's gossipy. It's, it's kind of like you. It's entertainment, but like he's like his show is just positive. He's a comedian at the end of the day, so he always brings a spin to it. But there's always a life lesson to it. So it's just what I got from him is you could be vulnerable in that situation, and people are gonna understand like. You know, people are going to be there for you. Like, if people don't know, he lost his son, Zen, Zen who was yeah, five so months uh, to brain cancer. So it's just, mm. that's the... I was crying when he was crying. It was so yeah, sad. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a, a moment where it's like, you just, you just don't know what, what, you know, the saying is you don't know what a person's really going through. Mm-hmm. And for him to kind of just open up and, and be vulnerable and exactly. be vulnerable because exactly. he didn't have to share that and the yeah. fact that he still came into work that day oh i would have been a total wreck i would have been like i need a day off like i'm sorry right. have a guest host coming because i can't deal but i i just admire his transparency i i admire his vulnerability if it's one thing that someone can never take away from nick cannon is that he loved his kids like he he makes jokes about how many kids he has. That's you know right. that's not that's going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but you cannot say that this man does not love his kids. You cannot. If you right. were to say that, I would say you are lying. Just based on him being open on his show on his platform, like you could tell how much look. See, let me stop because then I'm about to start crying. Yeah. Um. Because it's it's sad, like losing a loved one, especially a baby, a five month old baby. I Correct. just, I and where you had like so much in your mind of the future, what they could have, and mm-hmm. it's the sad part is like they're as a parent, like I'm both of us have been a parent, but as a parent, where you feel like you can't do anything, mm-hmm. it's out of your, it's out of your control at that exactly. point, exactly. And it's like you're, you know, your baby's suffering, and there's nothing yeah. what you can do. And then it's like you have to kind of accept the reality that happens. And that's hard to, that's hard to um, grasp that concept. Because even on his show, he was saying like he used to volunteer and give back. I I don't remember what hospital. I'm not. I don't remember it fully, but he was saying like. He would go to the hospital where kids were, you know, sick and ill and their parents, you know, that could have been their last Christmas with their son, mm-hmm. son or daughter. 
And then it just went full circle where he was in the situation. And I feel like what he was saying, what he learned from that is like, to like appreciate every moment. Because it's it's just, you just don't know what, you know, what life can handle you. I just feel like, and he, he's, he's going to have his, his moments. But what he, what I've learned from him is like five minutes. You could be happy for five minutes and then mm-hmm. next minute you might, you know, you might break down. But if you're going through that grieving process where you feel guilty, yep. where you feel yep. like, it's oh, you know, I would, exactly. Sad. I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. But it's I think it's like hard. the seven stages of grief, I believe. Correct. So. Correct. So it's like, just, I just feel like what I've learned and what we can learn from him is understanding that process of grief. You, we've all dealt with grief in certain ways, but it's like, how do we fathom that? How do we keep going forward and understand, okay, I might be having a moment, but it's like, I need to, sometimes you might need to shout, shout, might need to yell, might need to just let it out because it's like, if you don't, it's just gonna, gonna feel like, you know, you're piling more and more and the small things that, naturally you know you wouldn't be stressed out you would be like brush it aside it just elevates it more so i just feel like he's just teaching us like having even having those uh having his the therapist who lost her and how she dealt with grief like it's just it's i feel like what he's taught us is a learning moment that a lot of a lot of interactions are a lot of shows that you watch that are similar in a way to um, the canon, don't teach you that. Because sometimes yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you don't know how, some people don't know how to handle grief. Some people don't know yeah. how to handle a stressful situation where you have to, you know, live through that reality yeah. and understand not to blame yourself. Like it goes, it goes full circle with, you know, what he's dealing with that situation and feeling guilty and it's like other situations where people feel guilty but yeah how to handle yeah exactly but hey we wish him the best we wish his family the best this is just wish him to you know remain strong and keep pushing and you know he says on his show that he trusts god everything happens for a reason and i truly believe that you know just like god can provide certain things um, positive things you have to be ready for some there are also certain things that happen and it was just god's doing like you don't question it and you find the strength to move on so um wishing nick cannon and his family the best and r.i.p to baby zen But on a wait, wait, a more positive note before we close, yeah. New Year's. Do you have any plans for New Year's? I don't have for New Year's. I haven't even thought that. I am just taking it day by day. I haven't even thought about New Year's. I'm I'm just every 2021 right now. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still in, you know, embracing this new age. Enjoy mm-hmm. that age right now before it's like 2022, and then you're going to break your age, too. Mm-hmm. That big age. 
being thankful you're you're here. You some like at the end of the day you gotta the smallest things is like you survived two thousand and twenty one and made it into New Year. So that's this that's the thing to be thankful So that's that's what I that's what I'm waiting. That's what you know, waiting just being thankful for that. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they didn't make it this year. It's like we have the small things to be thankful for. We got Christmas music. And- yep. Oh, you already know I've been jamming to my <laughs> Christmas music since October. So you so already you, know. You got to enjoy that Christmas music and, you know, play Mariah Carey 80 times. Be talking about Mariah Carey. She makes almost, I think, often just that one Christmas song, almost $2 million. Wow. So, Nicole, you know what you got to do next year? What, what, what do I have to do, do next year? You got to come up with a, a song. <laughs> Create a song. Who, who, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I have to come up with a song? Me? Well, you got to create a whole song. And I'll just add the little ad lib, like, eight, eight, and then just create a whole song. And then let's see if we could create like a. a oh a, my gosh. A, a one single. I mean, it's definitely doable. I, I, and so it's crazy. I actually enjoy coming up with um, songs. I enjoy coming up with um, different names for things. Uh, You know, I attended a performing arts school, so my major was creative writing. So I enjoy uh, writing poetry, which I need to start writing again, short stories, things of that nature. So um yeah and even in high school I was on the yearbook club and we uh I created uh like advertising copy like commercial writing essentially so those are the days maybe I should have just done advertising in college like I should have majored in that (laughs) so in hindsight you kind of look at like look at it you're like where my life has positioned to but you position me now to what I was thinking in college. It's like maybe this would have been better. Yeah. You just don't know though. But you know what? A bachelor's is a bachelor's at the end of the day. So it's not like before. Yeah, it's it, before it was like a hot commodity, like, oh my gosh, yep. meet a bachelor's. Now it's like everyone and their mama has a bachelor's. You know what I mean? So even now, huh? I was gonna say even Megan the the Stallion, she just recently graduated so Yes, I saw that on Instagram. I was like, okay, but for but I I don't want to downgrade her bachelor's, but a lot of people get a bachelor's in hopes of making more money. She already has a lot of money, so for her, based on my what my assumption is, her for her, I think it's like finishing what she started, like no matter how much money she has as a as an artist as a celebrity she wanted to finish what she started and she did it and she got her bachelor's which by the way i looked into it and it, her bachelor's i believe is in health administration or, right. or i think health sciences or something like that which i don't think she'll ever have to use but it's always good to have a backup plan always right something to fall back on when when this whole celebrity thing is is done and you just want to have a chill cool life and don't want to be known as 
Megan Thee Stallion, you want to just be known as Megan Pete, like, you can fall <laughs> back Pete. on that, and that's yeah, that, that's her name, that's her legal no, name. No, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> Megan Pete, but that's, that, it's just so weird to, like, hear it, like, Megan Pete. Yeah. That, yeah, but when I saw the clip, what yeah. that graduation graduation class was probably like yes yeah. they were probably like eh. they were probably doing you know her signature eh, yeah that type yeah. of thing i was like man man if i was in that graduation class at, at uh what is it texas southern university or whatever i would have been like hey Megan, eh. i would have just been doing that during the whole comment uh commencement eh. but yeah i'm proud of her she she did her thing like yeah that's awesome no, I'm, though. I'm I'm glad graduation, all of that. But she's teaching the her listeners, her followers, her fans, like mm-hmm. no matter what. Yep. Bet, get uh, your education. Get your <laughs> education. Just kidding. Just kidding. Education, you guys. That's it's not education. I was just being silly. It's education. Yeah, education. And you know. I'm happy for her. We'll see plenty more in 2022. So yes. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Make it be sad again. Exactly. And on that note, look, last episode, in case y'all didn't know, last episode of 2021. Might have some bonus episodes. We're not too sure. But definitely in the meantime, make sure you guys follow us on our page. Newly Entertained, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can follow us on our personal page and Sealy on Instagram. And Sealy number two on Twitter. And Yep, and for me, that's Nicole A-Y-E underscore that's Nicole with no H A Y E underscore on Instagram and Twitter. But we love you guys and we'll see you in 2022. Until next year. All right. Thanks. Thanks for joining us this week on the newly entertained podcast. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. 